Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. We are talking all things football. The Premier League is full in session. <laughs> Try and say that quickly. Um, the Bundesliga started. Try and say that quickly too. And uh, Ashley Cole's retired. And we'll try and talk about some other things. Let's go. So, uh, Liverpool has won the Premier League. No. No? No, they, no they, they won the Super Cup. Oh, they won the Super Cup. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I know it's hard to, sure. hard to understand. No, it's sure. It's like the league, but more important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, who, what is it like? Is it better than the Community Shield? It's, better, it's got to be better than the Community Shield because the Community Shield is the winner of the Premiership and the FA Cup. This is the winner of the Europa League and the Champions League. So theoretically, should two be two, be- teams two still. better teams. Yeah. yeah, but two better teams. Did you watch it? Uh, no. Did you watch it? Uh, some of it. I was doing a pub quiz and it was on in the other side of the pub, so I was going back and forward. How often do you do pub quizzes? Every week uh, I see you like, I was this doing is this two in the last month. Yeah. He's been he's been single for a while now. He's <laughs> yes. started golfing and now he's doing pub quizzes on a rig. So uh, yeah. Look, just because you're jealous that I've got the delight. Yeah, but um, well, nothing really to talk about. The only thing I know about it is Jorginho's name was spelt wrong. But actually, yeah. what what I was referring to is. Um, uh, them actually dropping points. They were the first to flinch out of Liverpool and, and Man City. Um, they drew 2-2 versus Spurs Man City. Well, it depends whether... What, what are you on about? We're talking about Man City. Dropping oh, points. I thought you were talking about Liverpool dropping points. No, no, no. I'm but going did, mad here. Did any of us say this season Tottenham could be title contenders? Yeah, me. Last week. We talked about it. Yeah, well, I was saying I think like, the top two are set, but I think Tottenham will close the gap. So I don't think they'll be title contenders, but I think the gap between Tottenham and the top two will be close. Closer. Well, I know, well, I know it's Danny's favourite thing, but if VAR does help out uh, uh, Liverpool a lot, screwing over Man City, then um, they'll probably have a better chance well, there with Spurs. I'm also well, VAR screwing over City and Liverpool. I've, I've taken that back. I, I liked it this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, Piers, Piers Morgan tweeted, who's, oh, great. who's very neutral on these things, that VAR has killed, killed the excitement in football. And I was like, it has a little bit of the goal. Like you, you can't really. How did you not celebrate. think that was exciting when you were like, oh, something's up? And because well, no one, no one spotted the handball. It's just a different excitement. That, that's the that's the thing is nobody now, like going forward in a few months' time, will will forget what it's like to like fully celebrate a goal one hundred percent. Because in the back of your mind, you're always going to be wondering. Is it offside or is there a handball? Is it, I'm just yeah. going to wait till it's checked because I don't look like an idiot. But and this, know, yeah, there'll be no one celebrating. But this isn't VAR. This is. The rule change. Well, that yeah. rule is well, I was watching. I was watching the Sunday supplement, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be going to the Arsenal Spurs game in a couple of weeks. So I'm gonna be really interested to see what it's like, actually, because they talked about the, 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 the in-game experience. And, oh, no. uh, come on, it was it, it was SpongeBob SquarePants, wasn't it? You really yeah. <laughs> come on. Let's be honest. The Sunday, you know, on Sky Sports, you know, yeah. sports channel I've got. Yeah, I didn't watch matches. I used to listen to that because gonna... it's a podcast. Like they record it for the podcast, oh, okay. so I used yeah. to listen to it. But I don't know who the bloke was the first time I ever watched it. But he was just talking about how now the experience at the stadium is much different, and the live experience has been affected negatively. So I'd be interested to see. I don't know. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, you know. it does annoy me because on Talksport today they were like, 
the paying fans don't get don't fully know why it will say VAR is in progress, but they don't know why or what's being checked or why. Yeah, it's all that. they just see the like, These are the paying fans. I'm like, no, us on Sky Sports are the paying fans. <laughs> they get much more money from Sky Sports than they do ticket revenue. True. It's we're all paying fans just because they're there. Like but we pay more on tickets. Yeah, but the, the point the point they're, the yeah, point they're but, making is but, it's easier for us on TV. Yeah, we pay more to have the yeah. subscription, but we get the replays and we hear what's happening. Well, they, yeah, the they stadium, should, they don't. They should show it on TV on the screen, I think. They should show what's going on. On well, the they screen. Aren't, well, some not the, the replays, but they, they should they just are. say... Well, it says VAR in progress, but it should say checking for a possible handball. It does. Goal, they, I've seen it say checking red cards, checking this. But what I don't want is that NFL thing where the ref comes up on screen with a mic and says... Goal disallowed. Handball. I like that. Free kick. You know Tottenham. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's going on there. Oh, I hate it because it, the, Amer- the American refs love it. They're, Mike Dean like would love that. Oh, can oh, you imagine? Love He'd be famous oh, it overnight worldwide. Non-stop. Yeah. Um, but you, he was did the you see, ref, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and you yeah. see the, the disallowed goal, isn't it, with the handball? No, no, he wasn't the ref. The um, winning goal. My only yeah. issue with that whole rule, other than, other than it's actually, outrageous and wrong and, and yeah. stupid, is that if that is going to be the rule, that's fine. But how can it be one-sided? Because it's a rule it for the attackers and not yeah. the defenders. So it's so unthought yeah. through, that rule. I just to me, it feels like they've misinterpreted it. Because before yeah. the season started, it said... Because the, the rule... Oh, I should get it up. But it's a, it says, like, if a goal goes in from the player's hand. So that made it sound like... Uh, like um, whoever the what, goal scorer was, Jesus was the one that handed it in. Yeah. yeah. Well, if if they've actually the ball's gone in off their hand accidentally, yeah, that shouldn't be a goal. Not whether there was an accidental handball. Well, big let, let, let me read it to you. Any goal scored or created with the use of the hand or arm will be disallowed this season, even if it is accidental. So even bigger news with that: the goalkeeper can't score anymore from throwing the ball out. That will be held that, for 100, 100 all, years or All those like games where those keepers have thrown the ball in the back of the net. I guess they're, kind bigger of, news. they're just trying to cover themselves and they yeah. can, they've, they've got to come up with new rules. Yeah. But the, like I said, the problem with that rule, I, I think you're right, I think it's misinterpreted it slightly in that they're now going, all right, if there's any handball from anyone in the build-up anywhere in that, even if it's accidental, yeah. then it counts. But there's just what, no way what, that goal would never they, be disallowed otherwise. Because what they've now created is saying there's two types of handball. There's an attacking handball, left and right, and a defending handball, mm. and an attacking handball is harsher than a defending handball, which doesn't make so, sense because all the rules are supposed to encourage goals. They went through a few years where they were changing the offside rule and changing all the stuff to make more goals, and now they do all the rules yeah. are what discouraging. Did about the offside rules, it, it was the daylight in between or something. Like that, no, it? it was the phase one and phase two. Remember, it used to be that anyone offside was just instantly offside. And about oh, okay, seven yeah. or eight years ago, they changed it. What, so like if you're not, if you're not play, affecting play, then yeah. you're not offside because they wanted yeah. to encourage more goals. Because I remember when that came out, managers saying, how could you be on the pitch and not affecting play? If you've got two wingers either side and they're one yard offside, my right back and left back still have to be aware that they're yeah. there because they should just take half a step yeah. back and go. Do you remember Warnock? Uh, I think it, it was the first or second Neil game. Warnock, of, Neil Warnock. It was I first or second game of the season. No, no, what with Q, it was with QPR, I'm sure. And he had uh, the attacking team had a free kick, and so to make a point. Oh no, he had a free kick. Sorry, to make a point, they put all their players bar one offside. Wasn't that Allardyce at Bolton? I thought. Uh, I, I think it was Allardyce at Bolton because he was like the first well. ones to be like. We'll all stand offside. For, what, we'll show you how stupid kick. the rule is. If we all yeah. go offside but one, none of them are going to touch the ball, but this guy can just wander through and I think he scored and the whole, it was obviously uproar. But 
Yeah, they, they'll, I think they'll sort this rule out. It just, it's just got a, you know, teething problems. Um, but I'm happy that it's screwed Man City. Twice as well against Spurs in the exact same moment, same style of the Champions League last year is just brilliant. Well, the interesting thing about Spurs as well, actually, because Ericsson's still on the cards to be leaving. So if yeah. if he does leave, then they're probably not even going to be close to being I disagree. close in that game. Lo Celso hasn't started yet and he's meant to be. I mean, I haven't seen a huge amount of him, well, but he was very good last season. At yeah, but it's, a, it's a big ask to replace Ericsson. No, it is. Huge. It is. Um, but he's, you know, he's been starting. Is he to that try. good? I have no idea. He's supposed to be that good. So he I haven't seen a huge on, but, amount of him. But Tottenham was so bad. Yeah. Like how they scored two goals. I don't. Well, know. they had two shots on target. <laughs> yeah. that, well, you said in the picture of the stats, no, isn't it? Was it you? Yeah. That yeah. Was With the thing saying oh. FIFA, is that you? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, that does seem a very thirty FIFA shots score. against two. Yeah, on target. Man, man. Then he'd be like, yeah, I'm dominating the game. No. Listen, point to point, yeah. Yeah, it makes it interesting already in the season. Um, did you watch the Arsenal game versus Burnley? Yeah. Oh, no. What's his name? Cabellos. He reminds half. me of a, an Absolute. Arsenal player who used to be in the midfield that left for Barcelona. Hleb. He's the new Hleb. Everyone's like, he's the new Santi Cazorla. He's the new Fabrizio. That seemed to be, no, Cazorla seemed to be the one everyone was saying he's most similar to. And I'm like, you're just labelling the Spanish yeah. flag on him. But yeah. I was like, that is Hleb. Although he did shoot. Well, which he, I was like, okay. He's Hleb, Hleb, he's Hleb, Hleb never shot. He's yeah. Hleb, but with actually a bit more drive to it. He, like, he cannot I, lose that ball, I watched man. the highlights oh, and he was... Oh. Like, when you look at the stats that he had in that game, yeah. he dominated everything. He was number one for everything. Everything. And he was just he was just all over everything. Um, uh, he was 20, what's he, 21? Yeah. Like, he looks like a player that is much more seasoned than that. Who, who would have thought after the this, new signings that... He would be the one you was excited about, not Pepe. Well, you not see that nutmeg. <laughs> That's number one. Yeah. Keep the tally. Yeah. Yeah. Though, he's kind of like, is he going to get more nutmegs or more goals? We don't look, know. He looks kind of tired. Like. Yeah, he doesn't look fit to me. I, I watched him play quite a lot last year for Leo, yeah. and he was rapid. Like okay. he, on the on the shoulder of defenders, he was just flying by. But then why would why would they just risk? Why would um, uh, Unai Emery risk playing him early if he's not? Well, fit? I guess. Uh, he's bringing him on because he needs a goal and he can score goals and create. Like you look at Reese Nelson, and fair enough, he's an academy player, but Reese Nelson's probably not good enough to keep hold of that spot. That's exactly where Pepe yeah, can play. Yeah. So I think he's just easing him in. Oh boy, we look at midfield with Sabellos and then bring in Torreira. Oh god, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. They're going to be so sick. Until he lose five 0 against Liverpool yeah. next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one, the one thing. With oh, I'm at a wedding next week for that as well. I'm so gutted. Oh. I'm on a plane. So right, where? Uh, Cyprus, going on holiday. Again, boy? Jesus Christ. I know. It's the same holiday we were talking to you about a few weeks ago. I thought you was going, no, you was going to um, Sardinia. No, that was a while back. Yeah. There you go. It's a few months ago. Um, got to get all my, got to get around the world, see all the football games, you know, do my scouting. David Luis looked excellent as well. Yeah, did you... is, I, I just like the fact that we've got a, a centre-back that can pass. Like Arsenal's defence didn't look good though. Didn't look good, but he I just like the way he's passing and actually having the ability to play out, but it was still shaking. Did you himself. like the fact that he sprayed the ball across the box after about five minutes? That's scary. That's David Luiz, isn't it? <laughs> scary, scary. Yeah. But then he went over the top for, uh, for um he did like a long ball pass at Bamiang or something, and yeah. I thought that's the kind of like drive we need. He's got an excellent long like sixty range, sixty yard range. Yeah. He's excellent. I remember Chelsea, I think it was the Europa League final, I think he did an unbelievable pass for Hazard, which is one of the goals. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely got that in his locker. You'd yeah. think Arsenal will get better because I don't. I have. A, I've been actually quite unimpressed by Arsenal so far. Yeah. Well, they they they're getting through. I think they're still trying to find their feet. And yeah, they've got we're a lot. still not at full strength. 
We yeah. still got. We still I'd got say a few what, other eight, Six of the starters weren't starters last year. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, Joe, probably Joe Willett, too many. Joe Willett looks interesting. He looks very good. Looks a good player. Um, I don't know if he'll hold down his spot the whole time. Like when you, like you said, you've got Guendouzi, Torreira, and Spiles who are probably going to take that midfield three. And not Guendouzi. Once once Ozil comes know. back, and then Jacker's to play. Ozil's well. not getting back in that team. <clears throat> he is. But Guendouzi offers something no one else does. He's the sort of first first one out of the. That's the one the defense passed to. Do you know? Yeah. I don't like him though. Uh, he's Why? very. I think he's very. Um, I like him a lot. He's very. He's a big liability defensively because he has no idea about positioning. Like, if you look at him, when I'm watching him in a game, all I see him do is just look at the ball. He does not look around him. There's no, like, putting his head on the street. His hair, isn't it? His hair's in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no peripheral vision. Well, all he does is chase it. So then, like, you know, like, zonal markings in, in the box and stuff like that. He, he has no awareness of... Who's, who's around him so he's always going to let people, players run by him which is I a bit scary the commentator confused him with David Luiz already oh yeah, yeah that happened like, a few times yeah, yeah. that's good I was like they need to sign Fellaini get his hair back <laughs> they could be like Palace where they have players based on their hair get that Colum- <laughs> get that Colombian uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, goalkeeper the Scorpio kick oh yeah what was his name can't remember I can't remember either um, but yeah do you know what um did you watch any of the games today, Chelsea? And I did watch Chelsea Leicester. Yeah. Oh, I was so close. My score prediction: what was two, it? two, two one. one Leicester. Oh, Can't believe mate. Madison. He missed so, such a clear cut opportunity as well. Both teams openly admitted that twenty minutes Chelsea were all over Leicester. Yeah, for sure. Leicester managed to survive. I missed the first half. Yeah, and then um, well, they didn't survive because Mount scored, but they survived as in they didn't. Well, it could have been. Yeah, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. I'm not but really sure. I only what... saw the second half and. Chelsea were awful. Yeah, it was. It, do you know what? It was almost a mirror image of the Man United game. Chelsea were out of the blocks, like unbelievably, and they could have scored three or four in the first twenty minutes, like you said. Mount was brilliant. Pedro was excellent uh, in the midfield. They were winning everything, and Kante and Jorginho. Jorginho was pinging passes. And I was watching Jorginho like, oh, I was wrong about this guy. He's unbelievable. And then he just they just disappeared yeah. in the second half. Do you think they're going a bit easy on Chelsea? Who the, 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 the pundits. pundits and stuff? Because, oh yeah, because of Lampard. Well. One, my big prediction, Lampard, to get sacked before Christmas. It's on course. If this carries on, yeah, it'll be yeah. gone. I don't, I don't think but two, they were saying, like Jamie Carragher was saying, we can't judge, because they were comparing Chelsea to Man United and saying both have gone down the route of youngsters yeah. <clears throat> and trying new things with the youth. And he was like, no, they're not the same because Chelsea have this transfer ban. And, mm, I, hate, I don't know why that really and, irks me. when. And I was saying, that. well... Essentially, Tottenham had a transfer ban last year. Yeah, did they? Well, well they, they didn't buy. They anyone were the first the team to never sign a player in, well, yeah. in, in the summer window, and I'm like, because they had planned so well and they were so happy, like with, with their squad, had. so they were only going to buy what improved them. Chelsea have got one transfer window, and they still got a player in that transfer window because they signed him well, in still, yeah, January. Yeah, so it's not like they never actually got anyone in. So they still got one player. Well, that's, but their plan yeah. is so poor and it's like ah, oh, because of this transfer ban I'm like that's just poor if it was yeah, two but, or three transfer mm. bans you'd say okay you're going to start it's seeing the one. cracks here but you knew about the transfer ban back in Jan and you did sign someone so it, I think they do get off a bit light they are getting off easy and they keep using it as an excuse but I don't think that will last very long I think the moment they probably get uh, lose, a, lose a few games because they even I mean maybe it was just a point but at least it's something like they're starting. They'd have been bottom Lampard's, of the league if they if, if Madison had scored that goal. Yeah, they'd have been bottom of the league now. Um, do you know what? I don't know what to make of Leicester. Though I was watching that game and I was like, 
What it's like they've got a lot of really good skillful young players, I guess. But Tielemans was really got... disappointing for me. I, I really yeah, liked yeah. Tielemans. He just didn't have a great game. He he got much better towards the end, the last fifteen minutes, but the first sixty-five, seventy-five, he was not good. But which is a shame because when he when he's on song, that whole Leicester team is different. Yeah. But I think you have to give Rogers credit. He changed the formation. He changed the tactics mid-game, mm. and Lampard didn't. And I think that's what swung the game. So I, I think you know Rogers is a pretty good manager. He, he gets that. He obviously had had success. Did we say anything forward. about Leicester's position in the league at the beginning of the season? Because I'm not sure. Yeah, we, I, we I, talked about that. They could yeah. they could push United, Arsenal, and Chelsea for, See, for top I've, six. I've, I've, I left today thinking that they might even be battling for a relegation or be in and around where Bournemouth is. What? I, honestly, I don't know why. For some reason, I just think that they're, they're lacking... Um, I, I don't know. They're lacking don't a centre-back. That's what they're probably, lacking. Probably, probably. That Sionchu yeah. guy, is, he's not good enough. They're and and Evans, well. Evans is Evans, but he's, he's old now. Yeah. They definitely have not planned that well. They're lacking a centre-back. Yeah. They've got one other centre-back in Benkovic. Who else is there? Whereas Benkovic, who came from Celtic, so... What do you mean? A centre-back or players? He's centre-back. That's no, it. I think their team's pretty decent. I think the, the, the inside lineup, Tillemans is good. No, yeah. it, they, they are, that's why I don't know what to make of them because on paper they've got some really good players. Technically, they've got great. Tamara Gray wasn't in the squad today. He's yeah, not a good yeah, player. I don't know. I'm just, just, it was just, I'm just kind of thinking out loud. Really, I don't know why there was something about today. How underrated is Fuchs as a left back? How underrated? I was thinking How about massive him? is he? Because I was he's like, huge. he, he played. Come <laughs> on, right, Danny, get your hard on down. <laughs> he played a. I think he played the role in the goal. And a couple times, just absolutely burst down the left, got yeah. good crosses in. I was like, he was one of the main... He was played pretty much every game in the year they won the league. I think he's just one of them just, solid players for a long time. That but I, every just, time I watch him, he's, like, he's a lot better than I've... Like, I wouldn't even, like, say, do fantasy team or, like, think of, like, left-backs in the league. I wouldn't even pluck his name well, out. Well, that's because yeah. Ben Chilwell starts over him and Ben yeah. Chilwell's better. But uh, actually, of, of all their wing-backs, Ricardo Pereira, for me, is easily their best wing-back. He's... he's Excellent player, excellent young Portuguese guy. Yeah, I think he's I had him last future. year in a, in my fantasy team. But he really like most he racks players, up. They just crosses, passes, tackles. He really racks them up. He's and I think the way Brendan Rodgers has got him playing is going to really allow their wing backs. I, I think Chilwell and Pereira. I think they're going to have really big seasons. That's why I think they'll do well. They're going to have to ask a lot from Vardy because they haven't really got any other centre forwards, have they? I mean Perez, Perez I guess, but yeah. No, that, that, that's the problem. They've got a decent first team that could probably compete for top six, seven. They just haven't got depth of squads. Yeah. But that's, that's what happens at that level. Same with Wolves, same with all those teams around there. They haven't got depth, so as soon as they lose a big name, they're in trouble. So I think it'll depend on injuries, to be honest. Norwich right. looked good. Do you know what? And, and last week I told you, you said, why, why, um, why are people so down on managers like Steve Bruce? He's terrible. He's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, he is bad. Yeah. Like, do you openly admit that now? Yeah. No, I, I don't openly admit he's at all. I'm joking. He's not a bad manager. As I said last week, he's, he's, he's got manager. a good record. Newcastle are a terrible team. Joe Linton is a terrible number nine. He's he wasn't even a striker. He's not even a, a number nine. He's a winger. So everything about that team is just wrong. See, I don't, see, I can't say I watched this game. It was a three o'clock game, wasn't it? But, yeah, yeah. But I've just, watched the highlights. I did, but I did what? He was good. Pookie yeah. looks pucker. Yeah, well, I was talking oh, to that Emmett. First volley, that goal was. I was talking to Emmett about him, and he was like, he had quality at Celtic, but he just felt the the Scottish league was just too rough for him. Yeah. He was like, yeah, as soon that. as he got a kick, he'd go quiet for, for really? forty minutes. So, any Premier League managers out there want to know how to stop him? <laughs> get <laughs> into him early, first tackle free. Well, let know you're there. I think they <laughs> said on match of the day, he's now scored more goals in English football than anyone else in the last two years. 
Ah, uh, them tests, that's a stupid, isn't it? It's like, well, in every English league or something. Do you know what I mean? Some people do it. The entire English football league, yeah. He's scored 20. So he's better than Aguero. And he's better than Aguero. He's better than Aubameyang. He's just gone ahead of Jimmy Anderson from (laughs) the North Division (laughs) South League. (laughs) What are you talking about? 29 goals last year. He's got 58 goals in 12 games. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, he's got four in two. Yeah, uh, he's, no, he's got he's got like he's got like a sticky touch by that ball as soon as it gets in. And a good finish, quality, quality really good finish. Yeah. Left foot, right foot, volley. Yeah, good finish. Gutted, I didn't put him in last week in my uh, wild card. Oh, I was happy with Todd Tom, Tom Campwell. That was a great shout to get yeah. in this week. Yeah, um, one by one, good decision. Everything else was terrible. Liverpool plodding along. Liverpool, yeah. uh, that can we just talk about Adrian's just awfulness? Yeah. We can't we can't not mention it. What an asshole! It's yeah. bad. I don't remember seeing one as no. bad. I can't think of any where it's been that it's bad. One of the like, worst mistakes I've ever there's seen. There's Taibi. There's Roy Carroll where he walked over the line with was it Mendes from Spurs with the shot from halfway line. There's but there, but there's like there's well, like yeah. yeah Who's the um, old Spurs one where 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 he went to kick the ball for England? Is it England? And it oh was yeah, Bob, uh, Paul Robinson. Paul Robinson. Well, Gary Neville's own goal. That was. Uh, that, was yeah. pretty, that was Gary Neville's own goal. Yeah. Wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. And then yeah, he went to kick it first time. He just bobbed. Yeah, it's not really a keeper's mistake, but still <laughs> but, hard yeah. to watch. It was that was just unfortunate timing, wasn't yeah. it? It was just like rolling, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> but that was. Um, he had, it's just so weird he, he did it three or four times as well throughout that game he was so lucky not to have done that more than once like you can't have any argument because he he, he nearly three or four times that happened and then at the end obviously cost them I the don't ball. think managers can commit to goalkeepers wanting to play it out if they're not using the keeper that they plan to do it with like if you haven't got Alisson or Edison starting yeah. then why are you going to use like a pet check or fucking Adrian to start playing out which Did is you hear he Klopp's do. interview afterwards though to be, to be fair to him he was laughing and he was like well if anyone remembers last year Alisson at the start of the season did exactly the same, the same yeah. thing he yeah. said I'm just pleased he got it out of the way early and that's fine now he's like every other Liverpool goalkeeper he'll be fine now this season <laughs> so fair play to him and I think he accepts that he tries to get them to play you out can't, so. you can't play that style of football and then get angry yeah, at the keeper exactly. for making a mistake exactly We're, fans can because they haven't chose the team to play that style of football a but, the, like the manager. but Klopp can't come out and say he shouldn't do that. Well, to be fair, the only, the only manager that would do that is Jose Mourinho at this point. Most yeah, of them would stick yeah. with him and say, yeah, so I'll get oh, Mourinho I mean, it does help that they, that they won the game still. It's just bad for me because I've got three Liverpool defenders. So. You've got Adrian, I mean, you're in your team. Well, that's what I mean, like, he's a goalkeeper. 4.5 for a Liverpool goalkeeper, come on now. Just like the fucking rest of them. Stupid fancy <laughs> football. One of them's got to be 4.0. But that's another. I know. Uh, yeah, fa- the fantasies are stupid. So Some of the prices are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, should we quick shout out for uh, Lundstrom of Sheffield United, everyone's favourite fantasy four point <laughs> bench warmer, coming <laughs> off my bench for <laughs> ah, so fourteen lucky. points. Let's go, baby. I have to say, fourteen points. I have to say, Rashford, please get dropped tomorrow. I have to say, I watched that Sheffield United game. I don't know if you you watched it, no. and Ollie Norwood was really impressive. The only thing I, have to, I would say is, though, it reminds me of, you know when you're a kid and you're in the playground, you're like, I'm going to take goal kicks, I'm going to take corners, I'm going to take free kicks, I'm going to do all the... Give me the ball and I'm going to do it all. That's Ollie Norwood for Sheffield United. Every single time someone gets the ball, they look for him, give him the ball. He does everything on the pitch, yeah. literally. But he's actually really good. He played some outstanding passes. So he, it could be interesting. I mean, I think he's quite older. Really. I think he's late 20s. So it's not like he's a young Englishman going to get in the England team. But... Yeah, they they looked alright. I mean, Palace were about as bad as any team are ever going to play. 
I don't think could... they're going to do very well this season, are they? And I don't they're think Zaha does. They're last week. They, they're going down. Zaha doesn't down. seem to be engaged. I think he's very. He seemed like he's disappointed that he didn't get transferred. Get his yeah. he didn't get his big move because um, yeah, he didn't look engaged. The only thing yeah. I can say about that Palace team is they probably would have lost to Huddersfield last year. That's how bad they were. So appalling. I mean. It was well, embarrassing. It could have gone to Everton like Awobi, and Awobi's hit the ground running there, well, isn't look, he? not fit. He's not match fit because he missed pre-season. That's why. <laughs> like, why? Why do you spend so much money on a player and then not even play him? Like, we could say the same about Kirintini. He's not. He's, well, no, he's got he, a broken ankle. But, yeah, but they knew <laughs> he, he was injured. Do you know? Yeah. 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 Well, well it's early. Play. Early on in the season, they're just building their squad. I think, funnily enough, of all those seventh place teams, Everton have probably got the strongest squad once all their players are fit. But like in terms of starting lineups, they're all good, but they've yeah. got a stronger squad definitely. Yeah. Moise Keane's come on looking like could could he yeah, had a few interesting opportunities could come good. Yeri Minas the man. He is at the moment. Dinias looks like he's got a hamstring gutted. He's out my team. Oh dear. Wild card straight away. Was it really bad? I, don't, I didn't. See no, it wasn't bad. It was just you know when they pull up and he's, he'll be out for three or well, four. Well, he weeks. said he said he came out and said that it was just a um, cramp. Oh really? That's what he said. That's what. Well, it said at the time. Well, I hope so. But they said at the time it was just. Uh, yeah. It was probably a hamstring. I just think I just can't wildcard yet. I I, I've watched the teams now. I'm watching Man City. I'm watching Arsenal, even United, and I'm like, it just doesn't feel like you've got your settled eleven yet. There's just too many. I'm, I'm doing risks. it purely for for money. I'm doing it purely to accumulate money because like three or four of my players will drop this week and there will be people like Timo Puki who's going to go He's already two, gone point two, point two, or three. two points last week. So. No, one last week, point one two. already this week. Oh, was it? He went up, oh, he went up uh, Sunday morning. Oh my God. So they're already, I, I was like, I can't not have those players because I'll be priced out. So that's why I did it. It really starts fucking up your budget when they stop going through them round numbers, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah. Fives and, oh. Well, now I'm building my ticket. Because well, even I, when you get them, like, you'll get this Puki, you'll go up point three. Then yeah, Norwich are going to lose five or six in a row, and you think, oh, oh, it's too much investment. Yeah. Nah, I, I can't I, buy him back if I get rid of him when Norwich finally have a good run. Yeah, but I, I'm looking at him already, looking at the way, we, we called it last week, the way Norwich play, they're going to concede a lot of goals, but they're going to score a lot of goals as well. And so if he's the man bagging them in at front, up front, I'll happily have him as my first striker. And Unless they're in the bottom well. three in November, they'll sack their manager and get someone like... Do you know what? I can't, I can't see... listen. I can't see them doing <laughs> that. Daniel Farker. He, they've got that... Um, there's those three managers. There's obviously from Dortmund. It was Klopp. It was Farker. And it was um, the other guy from Huddersfield who's yeah. just been sacked. And they basically... It was the three of them who were at Dortmund and used to run the main team and the youth team. And they always said, like, Farker and Klopp are the two. And then this third one who Huddersfield got was meant to be like the... Who's supposed not to be good, good, but not as good. Yeah. And clearly... He's already gone through. The rest of Europe must just laugh at England. Because Eng- yeah. as soon as like one style of player, one style of play, one That's it, type of manager it. does yeah. well, they're, let's, they're just like, let's just get yeah. anyone who looks yeah. like him, sounds yeah. like him, but manages a bit like him. And, and it's just, you hear these stories of like European clubs just saying like, oh, we've got a young player who just scored on their international debut, but they're rubbish. But we know a Premier League club is going to pay like, <laughs> 10 million because of this and it's just like the, it, it just yeah yeah. anyway I, I would be really shocked if Norwich get rid of Farker this year I, even if they look like bottom and get relegated I can't see him get rid of Farker it's he's, hard to really he's say far that. too good a manager it's hard to, to say that now to get rid of. first two games they're not yeah, even close to looking no, but like you that. look at last season they, they, their squad right now they shouldn't have even dominated the championship the squad they had was nowhere near as good as some of the other squads like Villa and West Brom it's and Leeds. a style of play I guess yeah, it's it? just, and it's and because of the manager they know so, to, they've got a player that can score goals like if, if Pookie can get 
Is it Pookie or Pookie? Pookie. Pookie. Um, if he gets Finish. if he gets uh, twenty goals this season for the Premier League, they'll stay up, like you know. Yeah, that we, you know, we finished. Yeah, they've got a goal score. You when you've got goal twenty points, uh, twenty goals. We said oh, I meant to pick this up last week. Twenty goals is a lot. I know. The yeah. golden boot was twenty two last year. Yeah. Yeah. So like every that's time why, we got if you score, get, if you if score get, twenty, yeah, but if you, you stay up, don't be like <laughs> no, but Mark, Mark. You, we're talking no about players. No, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but we're talking about we're talking about players on teams who get twenty plus goals a season on teams that also have other goal scorers. We're we're just talking about if they've got if Norwich has got one player that can get twenty goals for them, regardless of all the others. I'm saying that that would be enough to keep them up. But I'm saying if you, you got say fifteen, it, it'd be enough to keep them up. Yeah, yeah. basically but, true as well. Yeah, but that's why I'm, uh, you say, we just say extreme. twenty, but no, twenty is just too exaggerated. Like. This. What do you want to say? 18? It depends, because well, last no, season was a poor scoring season. The season before that, Salah got 35, Kane got 29. Like, but you don't see half of the team players getting more than 15. Like, no, if, he, if, he, but, if Pookie gets 15, he's literally proving the point, though. Yeah, but it's like, I might as well just say 50. What's wrong with 50 goals? <laughs> well, do you I'm know sure what? If Norwich could get a player who could get 50 goals this <laughs> they'll season, they'll stay up. Do you know? It's like... And I'd agree with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm a big fan of Norwich at the moment. They've got some interesting young players. So I think Man United's in danger tomorrow night. Only, only in that they lost twice against Wolves really, last year. This, and their bogey team. But this was the game that made me lose faith in Solskjaer last year. And tactically, he was poor. Now, now, well, it, it wasn't the tactics. It was that we played them twice in in within two That's weeks, I mean. and it, he, he was unable know. to do anything. And I, I, for me, that was the biggest worry. I was like, never, un, never under Van Gaal or Mourinho would we have lost twice in two weeks to, to the same team doing exactly the but same. That's thing. tough to say with the but, personnel that you've got though, as well. It's because it's like, especially now, like their their midfield is probably about as strong as it gets, really, isn't it? Like all the, uh, Wolves, we oh, should be. Yeah, yeah, and but, if you've got Man United, who's not going to be able to dominate that part of the field against them. I mean, no, the only person that can really step up is Pogba in that position, but is he going to do that? I don't know. No, but what it, it, to me, it, that's what was worrying. We, we're not to, Wolves aren't better than Man United. They're not. I don't know. I'd argue that. They're not. Wolves had the best. Wolves had the best season they've had in however many years. Man United had one of their worst. Yet Man United was still ahead of Wolves. Why about? 10 points. Yeah. <laughs> like Maybe not 10. What, so you're guaranteeing a win for Man United? No, no, not at all. Is that what you're doing? I'm actually saying Wolves are a bit of a bogey team for them because of how they play. No, exactly I'm interested just to see has Solskjaer learned from last year. Yeah. Now he's got his closet Because, let's face it, last week showed it. Pog, when Pogba turns up, he turned up for about 35 minutes last week. And he's unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah. Like, no, he, on, he, on his day, he's probably one of the best, if not the best player in the league. But he just goes out of games too much. The only thing I would say with Wolves this week, and it's the reason I think Man United will win, um, is because they were playing in Europe on Thursday night. So they've, they've already had three rounds of European games. They're through now to the final knockout to get through to Europa League. Did they have any player rotation? They did. Um, they had Cutrone, their new Italian striker, so Jimenez was on the bench. But because they've got such a uh, thin squad, they yeah. played most of their back four and their wing-backs played, and like, they haven't got a massive squad. Um, I think Neves was rested. Uh, then Donko was rested, funnily enough. So if you've got him in your team, you're all good. But otherwise, it was pretty much first team. So 
Oh, yeah, they went and won 4 0 and fine, but yeah. they were still away in Europe for you on We can't be blaming that now. It's the, it's the second game of the well, season. Well, you can't because they, they, they've like, been playing they for they're tired. Yeah. They're tired. It's preparation time. If anything, it's better because it means they're ahead of the rest it's, of the it's league. Not, it's not tiredness, it's preparation time for a game. It's because it's exactly what Klopp was saying. They got back Friday, they had just time to look at some videos of Southampton and then they play on the Saturday. All right, Wolves have had a few more days extra, so they, it shouldn't be as bad. But you had Chelsea. How long are these videos? Well. Well, but you, you're talking about the, their, their method, like throughout the week, they'll go out, we've got their training, they're watching videos, they're doing this, that, the other. They've got no prep time. Man, you've played games. one game this season. Like, yeah, there's only so many videos they could watch on it. No, like, but it, you, it was there's, last there's, season. Last well. seasons, there's like how we beat them last year, all that stuff. Like, that. I'm not making excuses for Wolves. I st- that's why I think Man United are more likely to win this time because I don't think Wolves are in the right, think right that frame of mind. Minimal effect, you know? I think Wolves will win 2 1. I hope Dan James comes on in and scores another bang. That'd be great. Actually, Cole has announced his retirement officially on Super Sunday. How bad are his teeth? Uh, do you know what? Like, I looked at him and I was like, he smoked a lot of weed. Yeah, he's Bare. got smoker's teeth. Yeah, Has he? Yeah, and then, then black lips, because your, your lips get darker when you smoke weed. Like, a lot. He smokes bare. Alright. Great career, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pull one out yeah. for him, then. Uh, no, obviously, I, I do. It does make me uh, laugh when someone uh, is like, "I'm going to announce my retirement. I've been without a club for four months. Yeah. No one wants me, so this is my moment to tell everyone. Yeah. You can't have me now. I'm out." It's like, yeah, you're retiring because you you just no one would pay you your money or wanted you. So England's most capped fullback. How many caps? In, in, in how many our, caps he got? 107. 137. Right, sure. Now you got 107. Um, in our in um in our lifetime, where would you rate him in terms of English players, or maybe like Premier League players, players in the world in terms of how good he was? He's the best left back we've had yeah. in our lifetime. Easy, easily. That's easily. Well, like in the world or just English? Obviously English. Yeah, that's what you asked. I I, I, I would argue he's probably one of the best left backs we've seen. Like, yeah. I think there's been left backs like Roberto Carlos who have been flash flashy, like they're. Let's face it, they're the kick. ones you want on your team. Yeah. But reality is, Ashley Cole has probably been the best left back. I'm trying to think, there's only been a handful of players who I'd even put close to it. I'm, I'm trying to think as well. Um, In Premier League. Jordi Alba? Jordi Alba's been pretty good, but not probably not to the level of Ashley Cole. No. Well, I mean, he won, he won World Cups in Europe, and European Cups. Well, Marcelo? Marcelo? Yeah. But, Are we talking about just left back? So, to say, yeah, like, Lam was a right back, wasn't he? Yeah. So, does it yeah. count? Like, there's only been a handful. And like one of the things I, I always go with Ashley Cole is his longevity. Cause, oh, yeah. Because I, I also retired this summer is Evra, who I think is one of the best left-backs oh, to leave. yeah. Like, I highly rate Dennis Irwin. Um, but, yeah, Ashley Cole had that longevity. He was good from 2002 to probably 2010, 2011. Easily, yeah. Probably, well, I can't believe Phil Neville didn't make your list. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just yeah, I can't just pin him as a left back yeah, fair point <laughs> a, I would have said John O'Shea as well but yeah he's just played everywhere yeah no he's probably the best English player of like of our lifetime I don't know I'd I'd say look Rooney. at Wayne Rooney I'd I'd say Rooney. Yeah. I remember close. thinking Cole before but now, now that Rooney's getting to the end of his career, I think we'll look back and be like I, I, I his love career's Rooney. just yeah. starting in the championship <laughs> he's going to get 35 goals next year yeah be back in the Prem. Yeah. No, I, I love Wayne. He's one of my favourite players ever. Yeah, I mean, it's a close one as well. Yeah. Um, 
No, he he was quality actually, Cole. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Like he went to Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, and, but he won so much by but doing the way, so. But well, he also, was an asshole, so it also, suited him but, well. Yeah, the way he went to to Chelsea was Not it was great. like the first sort of tapping up. It was one of Chelsea's first big money spendings yeah, where yeah. they flexed that they could. It to me, it was the signing that Chelsea were overtaking Arsenal as the threat. Like Ashley Cole was that like indicator that okay, yeah, Man United's better, new yeah. rival is Chelsea, not Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, um, I'd agree with that. Yeah, well, he had a great career, and now uh, hopefully he says he's getting into coaching as well. What's with this generation of English players that all get into coaching? It's strange, isn't it? Yeah, I think they all—they all feel like they've got unfinished business because they were the golden generation that's supposed to win stuff, and it didn't. So they all yeah. feel like they, they, they all... owe it. They, they need to go and win something. Who's the first to get the England job? Isn't it? That'd be interesting. <sighs> it's probably Optical. between Gerard and Lampard, isn't it? Don't know that. You don't know Wayne Rooney. Rio Ferdinand out of nowhere. Yeah. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney's going to be the worst manager you've ever seen I in your life. I can't wait. I can't wait. The greatest player ever. The worst manager just, you'll ever see. For seen. me, I've, I could just easily... I wonder if it would be someone like Beckham. Because Beckham's Beckham said... Beckham ain't managing shit. Well, he said... Beckham's come out and said he, he would only ever want to manage, like, youth and kids. He, he has no interest in that managing, like, adults. So I could see him doing, like, the Gareth Southgate route of just being... Like the under eighteen manager, England having no one, and him saying, "Oh, I'll take over for for a bit." He's too busy building a Beckham United or Beckham into 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 Miami, into Miami, whatever. Into Miami, what a stupid name! Who's he signed? I thought they signed someone. Pirlo? I don't know, someone like that. It was someone he played with, but I can't remember. Oh no, he asked Gattuso to be manager. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Just for shits and giggles. I knew it was someone he played with. Do you know how much uh, Chelsea Sol bought? Campbell. Do you know how much Chelsea bought Ashley Cole for? I've just seen thirty million. Lower, five. Five million. Mm. At the time, that was big money. Oh, isn't it? They get paid far too much back then. No, I well, I, I don't That's, know how big the money was. was two thousand and six. Thirteen years ago, five million was like big. But that was that was big money for Ashley Cole. Two thousand six. No, because Rio Ferdinand would have been more than that. But Rio Ferdinand then, was thirty million in two thousand and. Three? Two. Two? Yeah. 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 Even still, but that was a, that was, anyway, just thought it was interesting. There you go. Yeah, I think, no, it was the way it went around. And Arsenal had a real bad habit of letting players run out of contract. True, so. true. He got more <clears throat> goals for Arsenal than Chelsea. There you go. Something to cling on to. Yeah. Five. Eight versus seven. Ah. Anyway. That's a good stat, Dan. Thanks for that. You're welcome. How about we go for your game? Uh, okay, yeah. Are you sure. ready? Sure. How many goals did Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you tell it's not going to be about Ashley Cole? Um, so, I'll be honest. This isn't the greatest game in the world, but I, when it, are your games ever good? You loved my game the other week. You were both talking about it. I'm not going to remind you which one. I can't remember what it was. Exactly. You can't remember what it was either. Danny's games always feel like he's just made them on the way up the stairs. Absolutely. So I literally made this one earlier today when I was watching the Leicester Chelsea game because I saw something come up and then made me laugh and I went, "Ah, oh, that's really." Was funny. that your penis? No. Well, actually, while we talk of stats, did you see? Um... Well, we were <laughs> yeah. doing my game, but okay, yeah. carry on. Why did anyone desserts? see? No, no. Do you ever eat a mess? No one's turned down a stat. Got, like, it just popped in my head. Did you see the stat about Man United winning at half time in the Premier League? No. So someone put up the stat of Man United's record of, of winning at half time. You, right, you just repeat yourself. And what was the stat? Oh, I was hoping one of you saw it. Cause I, I'll get it right. <laughs> let, let me teach you how to do stats for next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like in 249 games, they've only, they've drawn 16, lost none, and won every other game. 
when scoring at half when winning at half time. Ah, uh, yeah, I have seen that before. Um, if Man United are winning at half time, you can pretty much put all your house and your money on the fact they're going to win the game because that's that says so. But for how long? The one time, no, no, the one time it's not happened is Wolves. Last year was the first one, one of the first times ever where Man United were ahead in the at half time and they lost. So then why did that that come up last week? Oh no, this was Premier League since the Premier League started. It was also non-Premier League, but I'm just anyway. I'm sure we've lost after winning at half time at some point. PSG last year. Anyway, did you um did you see that stat about Arsenal? <laughs> Don't tell me about it next week. <laughs> no, I hadn't seen it, but uh, please, <laughs> you. Well, I didn't want to get it wrong, but I'm sure it's 249. All right, Dan. And then 16 draws, no losses. We'll Google it and we'll tweet it. Yeah. Like we tweet everything. Cool. So my quiz is the Brendan Rodgers quiz, um, because I like Brendan Rodgers. And any of you that were around about four or five years ago might recognise this quiz, but I figured it's so old now that you won't remember it. Uh, and when I looked at it, quotes. It, it was really funny. So basically, this is a... Um, Brendan Rodgers versus David Brent. Uh, Who said the quotes? I did this game earlier on in Autogolf FC with quotes, isn't it? This was like our second pod. Yeah, was I it? did a game like that. Yeah, this same game with yeah. Brendan Rodgers. Not with Brendan Rodgers, with them. Um, it was with the. Uh, it was. Keane. It was. Yeah, Mike Keane. Oh, right. Michael well, Owen. Well, that was a whole season ago. So there you go. Anyway, where is Michael Owen? Is he, is he still on BT Sports? He's still announcing. Owen Street at home. Yeah, he's into horse racing too much now, isn't it? I think I heard him on BT Sport the other day, mm-hmm. still commentating. Anyway, so uh, this week's quiz is the Brendan Rogers quiz. Yeah. And very simply, you'll all know this. Uh, I'm going to read out. I've got ten quotes, and all you have to say is whether it was did Brendan Rogers or <laughs> David Brent on did the Office. You? I did watch The Office, yeah, but uh, my memory for this stuff is terrible. So, so Chris has an advantage here as right. someone who's watched The Office. You've never watched The Office. I've watched one episode, and it oh was my awful. God. What? <laughs> how, how, how can anyone like Ricky Gervais acting? Oh, you need to watch oh, it you, proper. You have uh, no Get back idea. into it. Watch that it. That is few. one of the greatest no. series easily uh, ever made in the UK. No. It, it, Can't remember a quote from it, but easily won. You will do it when you hear these. Do you know what's better than The Office? The Office US. <laughs> Joking. Anyway. Carry on. Uh, we're not going to go into debate about The Office now because we'll lose a lot of listeners who start to dislike Mark. Anyway. So, uh, Brendan Rodgers is known for his, uh, his funny quotes, uh, his inspirational quotes. And David Brent was the manager of a paper manufacturing firm. And he was also known for his motivational quotes. And his so, good dancing. And his great dancing moves. So, I'm going ne- to give you some Chris quotes. Cross. And you simply need to tell me if it was said by Brendan Rodgers or David Brent. All right. Uh, I haven't really figured out the scoring here. I can either ask you one at a time or you could just both vote. Why don't I ask you one at a time? One at a time. I've only got ten questions. Who wants to go first? Uh, Mark can go first. Great. Who said this? Was it? Brendan, I'll go first. Was it Brendan Rodgers or David Brent? My biggest mentor is myself because I've had to study, so that's my biggest influence. I'll go with David Brent. It was in fact Brendan Rodgers. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say David Brent. That's quality. That was what? in fact Brendan Rodgers. Oh my god. Uh-uh. Question two. So I don't even understand that quote. The quote was, my biggest mentor is yeah. myself. Don't get it. Uh, question two. It's the team that matters. Where would the Beatles be without Ringo? If John got Yoko to play drums, the history of music would be completely different. Is that Brendan Rodgers or David Brent? That's David Brent. That is David Brent. It's not football related, of course. It's... One nil to Chris. A lot of these aren't football related, actually. I wouldn't use that as a hard and fast rule. Uh, question three, Mark. Can I cash out now? The problem with being a manager is it's like trying to build an aircraft while it's flying. Was that Brendan Rodgers or David Brent? I really want to go with 
Bre- Brendan Rogers. It was Brendan Rogers. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I started to double guess. I was like, no, it's a bluff. It can't be Rogers because that sounds ridiculous. That's Brendan Rogers. One one. Chris, to take the lead. I will leave no stone unturned in my quest, and that quest will be relentless. <laughs> was that Brendan Rogers or David Brent? We'll go for David Brent. It was, in fact, Brendan Rogers. Oh, 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. The tables have turned. Mark, oh, over to you. Back where we started. If you can keep your head when all around you have lost theirs, then you probably haven't understood the seriousness of the situation. <laughs> is that Brendan Rogers or That's David Brent? That's a great Brent? quote. That is, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds probably... I'll go with uh, David Brent. It was David yeah, Brent. Good writing. Correct. That's good yeah. writing. He is a good writer, uh, Ricky Jones. Oh, no, he's, 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 he's just a terrible actor. He's not. That's the whole point. He's Never, trying to be that actor. Anyway, number six. Chris. He's a better singer. Except that some days you are the pigeon and some days you are the statue. That's a good one. <laughs> Is that Brendan Rodgers or David Brent? I'm going to say Brendan Rodgers. That was David Brent. Oh! oh it was more Third. good writing. Oh, I've like taken the lead. Well. <laughs> Question seven, Mark. I thought I had this one in a bag. Uh, I've always said that you can live without water for many days, but you can't live for a second without hope. Is that Brendan Rodgers or David Brent? I'll go with Brendan Rodgers. It was Brendan oh, Rodgers. Come on, man. That man loves what's, what's a bit of hope. Three, two. Uh, four, two I'm two, two up, one. you know. Two one. No. No, I'm two up. Oh yeah, two yeah. Up. Sorry. Three and one. You've got, three one. You've got a shot in hand. Three one. Chris, you have to get this right. I like to use a quote. Per aspera ad astra, which is Latin for through, adversi- through adversity to the stars. Was that Brendan Rogers or David Brent? Oh, it's got to be David Brent. Come on. It's Brendan Rogers. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. He loves his Latin Jesus. quotes, Brendan Rogers. Mark, a problem shared is a problem halved. So is your problem. So is your problem really yours or just half of someone else's? <laughs> It's got to be David Brent. Oh, that was David oh, Brent. Man. Oh, just throwing a towel. Chris, <laughs> the final one, just for man points. Was this Brendan Rogers or David Brent? I am not a power freak. We'll go for Brendan Rogers. It was Brendan Rogers. 4-2. Oh, 4-2. Uh, Congratulations, Mark. You oh, win. Oh, man. Goodness me. I was kind of hoping that Leicester were going to win, and then it would have been much more topical because we'd have been talking Did about Brendan Rogers. A... But never mind. Did you have a tie break? Nope. Oh. <laughs> no, let's do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes? No. Yeah. Uh, uh, congratulations, talk- Mark. I'm Matthew Chris. All Talk Fantasy Team? Yeah. It's not having the greatest of times, I'll be no, honest. No, no. Not very good. We need to use our wild card. When is that week, Mark? <laughs> yeah, you haven't decided. It's been October. Right. Have you actually done it? All right. So, um, currently, I'm on 47 weeks. <laughs> currently- it's October. You're on 47 points. I'm on 47 points with 14 points. Coming off the bench. Thank you, John Ludstram. I'm on 48 points. You're on 48 points points with no points coming off the bench. I'd rather not talk about my week. And Mark is on 24, I think, with two players to play. Three. Don Uh, Duncan. Don Duncan. He'll play because he got rested. Don Duncan. Well, if he gets rested again, then Loeb and Strum, whatever his name is, (laughs) comes off the bench. Glad you really know your team. That's what's important here. Yeah, we've got um, one of our listeners who's leading the Autalk FC League, Jack Stearman. Jack Stearman, yeah. flying. Fine. You should also hear Jack Stearman's pod. Uh, no, he's got a blog, actually. He's writing a blog. 
<laughs> Stearmansportsblog.com. Give it a give it a uh, read. I have to say, big shout out to him for a number of reasons. One, he put Lundstrom in his starting lineup. That's a man that knew, and so should have Mark because he called one nil uh, for Sheffield tonight, which we'll get on to. I didn't realise he Two, score. he played Trossard, who I've, I mentioned him as my one, one of our ones to watch. God, he looked great. I, I'm putting him in my team too. And for captain Imane, just because, what a ridiculous thing to do. But there you go, he did it. Good man. Well done. He's running away and, with and the league. So it, it looks likely that I'm going to be the person that is going to do the All Talk FC transfer this it week. It does look likely. Uh, looking at it... We've Unless got... Jack wants to vote, by the way. He can tweet us. Tweet at us, Jack, uh, if you want to change we've the player on Mark's point... week, not mine. Hey? Uh, we've got 1.5 in the bank. 1.5 in the bank. And um, so uh, to, looking at it, I think you both agree. It's either Mkhitaryan or Haller that needs to go. Well, no, well Felipe Anderson, he's also injured. Where's... He's on oh, yes. Oh, so I think what I'm going to do, because um, I'm getting a big man question already, I'm going to put in um, Sabellos. Are you? Yeah. For Mkhitaryan? Uh, for Mkhitaryan. I mean, it's, at least Mkhitaryan, at least Sabellos. Well, it's either, that, starts. it's either that or Haller for Pukki at this point. Uh, but I'm going to go for Sabellos. I mean, Haller will cut it. It's, a, it's, it's not a long term injury, so he yeah. might come back. And West Ham actually have a decent run. Yeah. And Arsenal have Liverpool away. Yeah but, yeah, but did you watch the BIOS? Did you watch how good he yeah. was, Mark? When you're that good, you don't worry about the other team, Mark. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And that also puts some more money in our bank. He's only 5.5. Yeah. I think he's going to be, like be the bargain of the year when it comes to Fed's I like football. that move. That's a good move. Uh, yeah, all good? Yeah. The bargain of the year is starting tomorrow. Number nine for Man United. He might well be. 7.5 for a 25-goal season player. <laughs> if he scores 20 goals a season, Man United will stay up. Yeah, I guarantee it. Guaranteed. Good, so we'll find out. Uh, tweet when you've done it. Let everyone know what you've done. But uh, we'll see how tomorrow goes. If Rashford gets a hat-trick, then Mark gets to choose. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, He's geez. only like 20 points behind you. Oh, or dear. not even. Oh. He's got players to play. Right. Um, so just before front three back oh, four, let's go to the... Or if Rashford gets dropped, yeah, then you'll get your 14 points off the bench. Yeah. Both quite unlikely. Results league? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Chris, we'll start with you. No, um, I don't. You remember when we said you can only pick Man City to win once this season? Yeah. You went for it. Yeah. Man City to beat Spurs 4 0. Yeah. There was four goals in there, though. <laughs> Nil point. How many points is that? Nil point. Um, I went for Leicester to win away at Chelsea 2 1. Oh, and if Madison. it wasn't for Madison, the greatest player on earth, to miss from four yards out. Then uh, I would have been right, and I would have been on for four points. As it is, I got Neil Poir. Oh, four points! That would have been massive. Would have been good. And Mark, Mark went for Sheffield United to beat Crystal Palace one nil. What was Boom. the score, Mark? I didn't watch it. What was it? <laughs> it was one nil. <laughs> Boom! Congratulations, a so big three I points. Beat my lo- whole of last year. I didn't get one result right. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Right. So that puts the... Uh, what's the table looking like, Mark? Uh, Danny? Well, currently, although Mark hasn't done his pivot, it's pretty easy right now to, <laughs> to record the yeah. fact that Mark has three points, Danny's in second with zero, and Chris is in third with zero. <laughs> oh, you haven't even done it alphabetically. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it purely on ability. Right. Uh, so next week's ones. Mark, oh, you can pick looked, first. Yeah. So, next week... Have you not got one in mind? Because I've got one in mind. Go right. on then. Because I haven't thought yet. Uh, I'm going to go for Everton to beat Aston Villa away. And I'm going to say a 2-1 victory. 
No, 2 0. Wait, can I go with 2 0? You can do whatever you want. I haven't written anything yet. It's oh. not locked in the machine yet. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you going for? You're going for Everton to beat Aston Villa? Yeah, go on. 2 0. 2 0. Friday night game. Friday night lights. Let's go. Yeah. Back on Amazon. You Not in my front three, but it should be. Get that right, and you will have four points in your in the bag. Oh, I'd love that. Do you know? I fucking love that. I can't believe you didn't go for Arsenal. You going, really Dan? No, I don't know who I'm picking yet. Um, it's great listening. Okay, no, I've picked one. Go on. Go. I'm gonna Come go, on, Dan. I'm going to go for West Ham away Ooh. at Watford. Oh. Watford in free fall at the moment. They've lost eleven games in a row now across both seasons in the Premier League. Um, so Have you heard that stat about Watford? <laughs> can't remember what it What's is. What's the score then? Uh, the score is going to be 3-1 to West Ham. Wow. Yeah. So what was wow. the rule? You get two points for an away. Uh, no, so if you... Yeah, you get two points for an away win and four points for an away correct score. So I'm going to do Man City to win away. <laughs> Bournemouth. picking that game, boy. Jesus. 4-0. Oh, that's a weird one to pick, actually, because Bournemouth is kind of weird at home, isn't it? Yeah, uh, you never know. Against top teams, they love oh, it. Do you think Man City... Um, Gonna drop points too. No, you say four gonna, nil. I'm just surprised four it's four. Yeah. I would have put nine. But <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With the way Kevin De Bruyne is playing. Well, look, if Man City win, I get two points. I can't. <laughs> like, true. Uh, true. I didn't really think that through. That's well. an interested away one. Um, you sort is. of wish you waited to do Man City away now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Giving Danny ideas. <laughs> away. So we've all gone for away results there. Interesting. I have a feeling this is gonna be a very low scoring season. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm last up. time. <laughs> Last time we got in the 20s, yeah. I think. Now we're on we're three, three games I'll in. be on three five points in. next week. Yeah. Yeah. At least. We'll see. Oh, I'd love it if no one... I want City to lose. No, I don't no. no I, I always want the big teams to lose. That is a super Sunday. Um, right, should we go to front three, back four? Sure. Unless we've got other, any, any other football-related stuff well, to talk about? Well, there is one thing we need to sort out. Your hair. <laughs> Outside of that. Why? Um, we have made... Every year... In case your listeners don't know, every year we have a bet, a fantasy football bet. Oh, yes. And every year we have a £50 bet between us and whoever wins at the end of the year Well, it was for the three of us for one season, but Mark won and then ran away. Yeah, he's like one of those poker players in cash games. He turns up, takes everyone's money and then walks away because he knows he's going to lose it all again. Exactly. Uh, I've consistently won ever since. chicken shit. I won every year before that and I won every year after that. Because I took it serious one year. What are you talking about? I've won before. Anyway, um, so Chris, you still owe me from last year. But anyway, for this year, we thought we'd do something a bit different with the 50 quid. And if you're up for it, I'm up for it. Okay. Is we would stick about £50 on a bet on a football index player, stick it all in that one player, let it accumulate throughout the year, whatever it's worth at the end of the year, whether it's gone up or down, yeah. is what the winner will get. What we just need to decide is who we want to put it on. And I'm still standing by... Did we by discuss it. this before the pod? Me and Christine. You yeah, how long, how long before the pod? Know, you, remember we were talking ago. about we were talking about um, Gomez to... and you were like oh no that's a bad thing yeah the whole argument about Gomez started because of this thing because I wanted to put it on Angel Gomez Angel Gomez I don't I went when that was you were drunk yeah <laughs> I only got to that one message ah like, oh, you missed there. the chat that was what the chat was about oh that was why we were talking about Gomez in the first Sorry. place just the first message, I jumped straight in. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> read your messages next time. Anyway, so that was my view, but I'm open to other views. If you think there are no, there's another player who's going to have a standout season this year who we should lump all our Ceballos. money on. Um, I w- ordinarily would have said yes, but he's risen ridiculously since yesterday, to the point where we probably can't afford him now. He's £2.52. <sighs> That's a... 
he was one pound ten or something yesterday. Oh, come on, he's gone up thirty two pence. Is that it? Over the last twenty four hours. Yeah. Well, yeah, since know. yesterday morning, it would have been more, I imagine. Yeah. Um, All right. So, what do you want to pick a player now then, or you want to go for what's his face? Um, I'm happy to go with Gomez, but it's your money as well, so I we, we need to agree on it. Um. Uh, don't know what we can do if you'd rather we can wait another week we can put a shortlist together of players yeah let's do that let's do that and then next week we'll decide and we'll have a vote next week between us yeah and then we'll, we'll see right okay agreed how about Ronaldo here he's good front three back four Ramsey's Ramsey, good Ramsey, yeah yeah, yeah. maybe his debut this weekend oh. well he will be next weekend oh uh, yeah but he the made Italian a league hasn't started. Free, yeah, friendly debut oh did he <clears throat> how did he do I just saw he came on. I don't think he did that well. Okay. I saw Dybala scored a great chip. So, good stuff. Front three, back four. Sure. Um, I'll go first for a change. For one change this week, just to liven it up. That's what um, I mean. Then he switch off to do our yeah. <laughs> find our front three, back four. <laughs> Chris reads some article. Go on then. In uh, my back four this week is fat babies. Weight Watchers has launched a new app for um, dieting for kids. It's called uh, Kerbo. And it's an app that's aimed for seven-year-olds to, let me just see, uh, it's aged eight to 17-year-olds to try and encourage them to lose weight. And it's been ripped apart by a lot of people. Do you know Weight Watchers now call themselves WW? No, I didn't. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Formerly known as Weight Watchers, but there you go. So yeah, they've uh, they've uh, said. I'm that still it's... shocked that eight to seventeen year olds are babies. <laughs> <laughs> We're all God's children. Um, was that your front or back? That's my back for this. Why week. is it in your back for? Because um, there's not going to be any fat kids anymore. <laughs> no, and that's what you want. Yeah, well, it's a good thing, isn't it? If you're healthier, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so it should be it's bad front because three because it's a good thing because, because you shouldn't no, tell people to young. lose weight and be healthy because that's body shaming. No, because then in my front three, if it was in my front three, it would be thin kids or thin babies. Do you get uh, it? Not really, but okay. This is my front three back four. Let me do it how I please. Fine. As long as it, but you're, you're assuming it's a positive thing what Weight Watchers are doing. No, I'm only joking. It's actually disgusting. The only thing that, the only reason I'm, I'm, I'm standing by it is because, uh, you know, Jamila Jamil, she tweeted her outrage and I can't stand her or anything she stands for. So I would just want to be against her at any point possible. Well, she... I'm not that against it. We what? have a massive child child obesity problem in this country. You're shaming them. Yeah, but it's, I think it. I think the yeah. I think <laughs> the idea eat think... themselves to death. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? You can be fat and healthy at the same time. Um, no, I think the idea is that just kind of instilling the ideas of of watching your weight and that being unhealthy because apparently a lot of people believe that you can be fat and healthy and. Um, that it's not necessarily a bad thing to be obese or overweight. You can be fat and healthy, but you're not the healthiest version of yourself. No, no. But it's not... Fat. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That sounds yeah. like a Brendan Rodgers quote. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Talking it, about Lukaku. Because it'll always come up like, this person's overweight and they're healthy. I'm like, yes, they're a healthy person, but they could be a healthier person. Do you reckon right? Lukaku's healthy? He got, apparently, Conte said to him this week, so he, he, came, back to, he came to Intel, obviously they just spent a fortune on him, and uh, he's 105 kilos. But he Snapchatted and, his six-pack. Yeah, but, so, yeah, but he's 105 kilos, and Conte said, unless you're under 100 kilos, you're not playing for me. Wow. So he's been dro- He's already been dropped for the first game yeah, of the season next week. he put week. on his Snapchat. That's his best. Well, he put on his Snapchat saying, does this look fat with his six-pack? Yeah, I remember when Luke Shaw did that, and he, <laughs> he just did. <laughs> he did but unfortunately, fat. yeah, he's a big guy, and 
it's football. It's a running sport. Like extra weight, having a muscle is not necessarily going to help you. Unless you're Ronaldo. Yeah, but even he's not bodybuilding muscle. No, he's just no. pure athlete. It's an interesting one. I don't know. It's it's weird with that. I, I I probably I would say I have mixed feelings about it because it's to what degree do you end up instilling super negative ideas about anything into children and then to have them kind of worry lots about their weight and stuff like that, even though kids do anyway. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's an you're talking about eight to seventeen year olds, right? Yeah. we're talking about fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year olds here yeah. still who are absolutely fully aware and probably more body conscious than anyone else in the world. So at that age, so. It, it I can just, imagine. I can. I know you know why Weight Watchers are doing it for that market, basically. But well, if schools aren't going to teach nutrition, yeah, like Someone's parents going, are. But uh, where I work, we we have a scheme where we go into schools and we teach them about the dan- like the, the not dangers, but the health impact of lack of sleep, overuse of yeah. phones, and nutrition. Because wait, the schools don't. The school schools just teach what they want. But Weight Watchers, Weight Weight, wait, yeah. wait Watchers, been criticised heaps in the past because their understanding of what is good nutritionally and, and yeah, and that's bad that's the problem. They're not a nutritionist company. They're yeah, a weight, they're the weight loss company. That's yeah. the problem. So I don't know. It's an interesting one, but we'll see. In my front three this week, it see this is why I didn't know how to work it the words wise because this could have been in my front three about four. Uh, is a uh, knife crime. Okay. The, um, bear with bear you. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so he thinks the, the box is a good idea? Chicken takeaway boxes are going to be featuring warnings about knife crime throughout uh, chicken shops all around the country, including Chicken Cottage, Dixie Chicken and Morley's. I've never heard of Morley's before. Uh, so, um, yeah, the Home Office has decided to give all these random chicken shops uh, black these, bl- these black boxes which say hashtag knife free. Islington Council are in for a windfall. <laughs> Which is um, obviously, as you can imagine, being highly criticised once again. Diane Abbott and David, David Lammy. David Lammy was the first to... Yeah, right. yeah. Um, talking Do about you know how David Lammy? Yeah. <clears throat> how it's, um, um, it's, um, it's, it's incredibly... Well, I mean, quite frankly, it's probably racist or it's profiling, isn't it? But I think it's a great idea. Like, I think if you had... They should do it like, um, well, inside of it, I should say, explain, will be stories of incidents where people who were decided to drop their knife and actually do something productive with their life so like be in a band or do some art are they going to put it anywhere other than chicken boxes or is it just chicken boxes this one particular is just for chicken boxes I mean that is funny it's it's really funny I think they should go one further (laughs) it's funny because the people who are outraged are black (laughs) Uh, the the people that are outraged are saying like for them to explain why they're outraged because because they're, they're outraged because they're saying, oh, it, you're stereotyping that, like, the knife crime is black-on-black black crime and black kids eat chicken, so you're putting it on chicken boxes. That's why they're outraged. But it's like, well, no one actually said that, so you've put... So you've made you that to, connection. For yeah. you to be outraged, you've made that stereotype. No, but Mark, come on, it's <clears throat> obvious. I mean, for goodness sake. I mean, like, they might yeah. have just been... Come a, on. They might have done a load of research and found that... Uh, it's nothing to do with colour or race or anything, but chicken shops are where people who get drunk tend to hang around, and that's where knife crime probably starts. Where people get drunk, hang around. It's, it's a lot of young it's the, the, the night. Ways, the people getting stabbed are not drunk because they're, well, ma- they're mainly teenagers. Well, look, look, I'm just saying. I think it's a good thing, and they should teenagers. do it like um, they should do it like the cigarette packets and just have pictures of dead people in there being stabbed, <laughs> didn't it? It's like a deterrent, also. Also, they should do a, a, a scheme where if you hand in a knife, you get six free wings. <laughs> 
<laughs> I tell that you was, what, that's, that's what that actually guy did. a brilliant idea. The jet, a guy said, hand in your knife. I can't remember what he's called, but he was saying, hand in your knife and he'll give you JD sports vouchers. So yeah, he, yeah. he was swapping brilliant. knives for vouchers. Yeah. Amnesty, love it. Yeah. Give and take in this world. <laughs> so I don't mind that. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Yeah. What better way to get rid of the, the, the murder <laughs> weapon than yeah. an amnesty box? Why is, it, why is it covered in blood? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you the go. Police <laughs> Give them six wings and he's running off. Yeah. We don't accept it with this amount of blood on it. It's uh, quite funny, good. though. I do find that funny. That is ridiculous. Brilliant. Go on. Um, have you found one in that time no, so nice to fill a bus? I had a few, which also I I, I sometimes flip between back four and front three because I know it's meant to be a good thing and a bad thing, but it's like you can look ah, at things both ways. make it. Um, Ashley Cole was in both there, but we, we talked about Ashley Cole. Um, you probably I don't know if you heard it. They actually mentioned it. Funny enough, in that podcast we were talking about the other day, just like listening to because uh, I wanted to hear about that thing. Football, you were saying, football, football podcast, one, yeah. And they actually mentioned this, but it was already <laughs> on my list. But it was. Um, and the MK Dons and Wimbledon situation. Did you hear about it? That yeah. was brilliant about how they... I don't know if you saw it well or not. So last year, MK Dons got fined by the league. But, uh, Wimbledon got fined by the league because they refused to use MK Dons' name in their programme because obviously the, the hatred between MK Dons and Wimbledon. Um, so they got fined for not... Because you have to have the team's name in the programme, apparently. I think they so just didn't use Dons in it. They just called the Yeah, they called the Milton Keynes. They were called yeah. the Milton Keynes. That was it. They didn't use the Dons because obviously Wimbledon's. So this year, they were like, right, well, we have to, uh, it, they're like, you either don't do a programme at all, or you have to include their name. So they refused to do a match programme. And what's more, on the scoreboard, they actually broke the scoreboard, yeah. so they didn't have to put the MK Don's name on the scoreboard. Uh, and then they went and lost on penalties, which was pretty disappointing. But I just think, petty, but brilliant. So fair play to Wimbledon's. Was that front three or back three? Uh, that was my front three, because fair play to them. Um, the only other one, which was also really good, I wanted to mention, was just generally Is it really good? Well sport done. this weekend, or even today. Um, I don't know if you saw the end of the Ashes, uh, the second test. How did it end? So, uh, do you know what? I meant to check it up before. I don't, I I don't want to be a spoiler alert, but it I was a draw. It, it was a draw. It was a draw, unfortunately, but it was super close in the end. Yeah, and I it had saw four everything that I left test. it with four overs. Did they to declare too early then? Uh, they probably no, declared too late because they, it, they, it rained they, off so much they dropped a, yeah there was a whole day rained off and actually a half they dropped a catch head was on 20 and they dropped a catch with about 10 overs left and that probably would have done it but uh, England very nearly um, but there was so much in that game it was brilliant Steve Smith's no longer uh, he's got concussion he can't play because Archer hit him in the head with 99 mile an hour ball which was excellent um, <laughs> that is dark uh, well, it. Steve Smith, that was he was on for his third hundred against yeah, us in a row, well, so we need to get rid of him. Uh, um, so and then the other his arm, he said head. It was yeah, he got hit in the head. Oh, I thought it was his arm. No, how did he get a concussion? He, like, he no, did get hit in the arm, and he was in pain, he and then off. he got hit in the head. I thought he went off with it. He did. Then he came back, and he got hit in the head. Because of that, they're starting to put uh, cricket balls, uh, no violence in chicken shops. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the only other reason I thought it was really good is um, there's athletics this weekend in Birmingham, the Diamond League. And I don't know if you know, but uh, two of our two uh, young British uh, athletes, so Katrina Johnson-Thompson, missed out on winning by two centimetres, and uh, Jamili missed out on winning the 100 metres to Johan Blake by eight thousandths of a second. <laughs> eight thousandths of a second he missed out on the 100 metres to, to Johan Blake. Mm. So, um, and it was 10 seconds flat. So fair play to both of them. Um, and Dina Asher-Smith, I think, just missed out on winning the 200 as well. So, yeah, load of good sports. Bunch of nearlies. I thought you were going to talk about the UFC. You're talking about a bunch of losers here. <laughs> talk about. 
And the UFC. Oh, yeah. how did that end? I didn't see it. Do you know? I do, yeah. Yeah, Stipe Miocic. Yeah, I saw the... I, I saw it advertised, I just didn't watch it. One of the best heavyweights... He won his belt back against ah, Daniel okay. Cormier. Did you watch it? Obviously, I, I can't it. watch it anymore. So. <clears throat> yeah, I watched it. I, got, I actually got up early before golf to watch it because I thought this will get spoiled. So I also wanted to. I actually watched the whole card, and some of the fights didn't live up to expectation. Like the Romero fight, within thirty seconds before the fight started, I was like, "This fight isn't even going to go around." Then it survived the first round, and then just petered out. Yeah, the, the problem when we talk about beach body Are you and done? muscles. Well, I've got my back four to do. Oh. Oh, do you still have one more? No, Jesus Christ. Well, I told you I had two front threes. British athletes. <laughs> my back four is Chelsea fans. Just uh, in general. Just in sure. general. Because, uh, did you see what happened to Tammy Abraham? But because yeah, was it? But they was threw it, him off, uh, off the team. But was it on Twitter? Yeah. yeah but it was okay. Chelsea fans. Well, what well, did yeah. they do? Well, as in, their logo is Chelsea and their name is something Chelsea. What did they do? They racially abused him on Twitter after missing the penalty in the Super Cup final. Um, and it was pretty disgusting, actually. And it was his own fans. What did they say? Uh, I don't have the tweet in front of me, but it's probably not worth repeating. There's a few of them. But you've, I, I feel for Frank Lampard because he's playing youth. Like People are starting to like Chelsea a bit more because of the style of play, because of the young English players, whatever. And their fans. I mean, they haven't won a game under it. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but their fans are just rotten, and <laughs> they got battered by Leicester. Like, um, yeah. So yeah, no, I did see that. And Lampard was saying the so-called Chelsea fans shouldn't are not welcome, etc. But when it's on Twitter, I'm always hesitant because I know there's loads of like Russian football bots. football accounts which aren't they're not like United fans or Arsenal. Like I think. I think, Some of the stuff I think these were actual like Chelsea, like they were saying, because you look at all the history, these are actual Chelsea fans who have been to the game. Be Chelsea fans for they've sure. been to the game, they had pitched like little proper Chelsea fans yeah. who just were angry at losing, and they just started abusing him on, on Twitter, which is just not on. And um, yeah, so Chelsea fans doing what Chelsea fans do. Playing devil's advocate though, he did miss a penalty. So. Onto your. So, my back four this week, so this was one I actually had pre-prepared. Well done. And you probably uh, have heard it because it's been all over the internet. Brexit. Whatever happened to that? Apparently it's going through. Did you hear this? Oh, yeah. So, for those listening, this is a platform announcer talking about the DLR coming in. Oh, like a boxing announcement. That's quite hard to hear, I don't think we'll hear that one. That's the one, I think. If you wondered why that's in my back four, oh. it's because I get the tube daily and every station has now got someone desperate to be a personality. Oh, they did uh, it. Not say he's one that's gone viral, but there's a girl at Green Park who just is deliberately being annoying. I have to say, she's been there for years. When yeah, I years, years ago at Green Park, she, I remember that. Deliberately annoying. I... Stand back, stand, stand back, back, stand, please, back. 
bad. She is like, so annoying. She's just trying to be hard. annoying. And yeah. and then there's, oh, I can't remember where the other one is. It's, it, it'll be on the Victoria. There's one. So there's a the famous Jamaican one, isn't it? Like there's always a Caribbean Jamaican. guy. And he, he's quite famous. But they they're just so desperate to have a personality now that you. It's just too common, and it is annoying. Like you just like, what is that noise? What is it? Delay? What? No, no. It's just someone trying to be. Just saying, stand back from the yellow line. Just because your job could be replaced by a by a, a speaker, it's like, oh, we'll add some personality. It's like, it's getting on my nerves. So yeah, he got viral because he actually. Harsh, but fair enough. Uh, it does. It's, if they just said stand back normally, I'd have full support. But it's just annoying, especially at half seven in the morning. Ain't no one want to listen to that. Everybody so you, you remind me of like I was on the bus a couple of years ago on the way to work. And this mum had come up with her daughter and said, don't look at anyone, everyone's miserable, don't look at them, they won't say hello. And I was just thinking, fucking hell, like it's seven, eight o'clock in the morning, everyone oh. just, just wants to get to work. Don't look at everyone, they're all miserable. Was that your mum to you? Yeah. Right, <laughs> just checking. Yeah, because he was like, you remind me of, what, everyone else on that bus who yeah. didn't want to talk to anyone, who just wants to go to work? Because, yeah, I'm with them. Right, we're so, an hour and 12 in. All right, so... My you took up half an hour I with your have front three. Yeah. I may have taken too long. Give me that shit. So my front three, Chris might like this. Is, Chicken? Is um, the environment and environmental health. Why so, would I like that? Because you, you work for Greenpeace. So oh, don't it's quite high, high on your agenda. You mention it every week. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I thought it was your phrase. But any of you see what the Brazilian president has suggested to help with climate change? No, uh, bikinis. No. Isn't he that? Didn't he do something really bad? Hasn't he got some horrible scandal around him? No doubt. No doubt. South American politics. Well, I don't think it's no. <laughs> well, he's redeeming himself by uh, coming up with ways to help the environment. So he has suggested that everyone should only poo every other day. Impossible. <laughs> so uh, deport me now. It's enough to poop every other day. That will be better for the whole world. Is a quote from him. Amazing. So, uh, so yeah, it is. Um, I remember uh, Bristol University came out and said everyone should have their morning wee in the shower, not in the toilet, because that will save water. Filthy fuck. And um, yeah, so now poo every other day, pee in the shower. Um, to be honest, it's probably what we do anyway. <laughs> poo in the shower. <laughs> poo in the shower. No. It's been clogged for weeks. <laughs> Only when you get that chicken shop with the black boxes. God, yeah, that no goes choice. right through you. That yeah. Morley's or whatever it's called. <laughs> then you, the steam comes off there. Oh but, dear! So. I think we might we might have called it. Yeah. <sighs> Lovely. So, poo's in the shower. God, what should end? I, it? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, I'm, I'm quite, quite, I'm glad no one heard that joke. I thought we'd made it a whole week without a dad joke from Mark, and then he, he pulls one out the bag at the end. Yeah. There we go. Right out the back end. So it's so a bank holiday weekend next week. <laughs> uh, I'm not here, I'm on holiday. Oh, right, so maybe we'll have a week Sardinia? off. No, Cyprus. When were you going Cyprus? All right, we've been through this. <laughs> Actually, have you seen that stat Welcome. about Cyprus? <laughs> <laughs> So maybe we'll have a break next week and we'll be back in two weeks. I mean, feel free to do it without me. I know there'll be no stats, but that's okay. Are you still recording? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye. It's a car crash. <laughs> bye. 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 bye.